boy, he had a dream. Two years later, you wouldn't believe. Here comes a rock, he really sucks. But they think he will bring in big bucks. Yeah, he's just a wrestler boy, son of a plumber's boy, trying to finish his story. Now he looks like a chump, the rock took a giant dump. What will happen to poor Cody? That's what's on all of our minds, folks. Uh, you know, Super Bowl Sunday, but the wrestling Super Bowl is on the horizon. WrestleMania. Uh, we're here to cover it all. Mm-hmm. The Shoot Brothers podcast. Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Cameron Skater Boy Osborne. The, t- the tour's happening this summer, Mike. Uh, you better be there. You better be there at Avril Lavigne this summer. The farewell tour or something like that. The greatest hits tour. The greatest hits tour. Well, yeah. You better be there, Mike. Uh, <laughs> it's great to see that. Uh, it's great to hear. That, uh, it was a that was a fantastic rendition. It's great to uh, hear this show continuing to adhere to CanCon standards, making sure that uh, we do pump in <laughs> enough Canadian music there. Uh, the topic, of, of course, yeah, the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Um, like you had said, my name is Cameron Osborne. That guy's Mike the Shoot Shepherd, and the Super Bowl weekend. Um, is it is really at the forefront here, but this is not a football podcast. This is a professional wrestling podcast. Yeah, like Although you, you can get your favorite football teams, uh, WWE Championship customized belt over under. Oh, I'm sure you. I'm sure you can. Well, hey, the uh, the the world champion is a current football player. I mean, um, Jim Nyhart was an offensive lineman for the University yeah. of Florida. So you know the 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 roots do go deep, Mike. But like uh, like Avril <laughs> alluded to in that song right there, the uh, what's been on everyone's mind this week has been truly that fallout um, of the we we talked about it last week. Um, I mean we didn't talk about the big stuff because oh we didn't yeah night. I guess the show I guess the show why well, it was okay well let's uh let let's let's move into the weekly action gosh I forget when we're you know sometimes we record this versus <laughs> when something actually happens but it's time to get into the show let's get into the show by crowning Bernie Tweedy champion it's the tweet of the week it's the tweet of the week. <laughs> And um, this weekly champion is a man that's just covered in gold. He's covered with championships. Of course, we're talking about our world champion, Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns, weekly champion, where a tweet was unearthed um, from an interview of Roman Reigns uh, on the Stephen A. Smith show at the beginning of the football season. This was uh, approximately somewhere, I think, right around the, uh, the SummerSlam kind of promotional stuff. Uh, he was going through where Roman Reigns made his predictions for this year's Super Bowl, Mike. And I'm going to uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to let you in on this. I'm going to let you in on the sound bite right here. Okay. Number two, we got the Chiefs returning Super Bowl champions, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, uh, Travis Kelsey. You fill in everything else, and that's all you really need, and they're proven. So I, mm-hmm. I like them at the two spot. But the number one spot, we already know what it is, the Niner gang, baby. Oh, Lord. 49ers all the way. It starts with the defense. <laughs> if you can stop the run, you put you know, put the offense in, in a, a long third down situation, and that's a formula for uh, success every single time. So the defense is always there. We run the ball. We have weapons. Uh, it's really about just figuring out the quarterback position, but we have a lot of talent there. So, uh, you know, I'm really uh, – Expecting huge things. Super Bowl. We we've been flirting with it for a while now. I think this is the year. 
Does Roman Reigns know something that we don't know, Mike? In August, the beginning of the football season, Roman Reigns predicting a San Francisco 49ers-Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl and uh, also uh, suspecting the 49ers to go over (laughs) on the lowly Kansas City Chiefs, Mike. Uh, The Tribal Chief knows one thing, and that's winning. Um, I mean, yeah. Sports betting fans, contact Roman Reigns for your next year's picks. It sounds like he's uh, he's locked in. He knows something we don't. He, he, <laughs> or, or something along those lines. Roman Reigns um, walking home uh, with uh, his first ever Tweed League championship. First ever? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess he's not very active on. The he's not active. He's not active on the uh, on online. He doesn't have to be. He's not active much no. anywhere. <laughs> so why would he be? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, why would he be active uh, on Twitter? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. Congratulations. Former football player himself. Former Edmonton Eskimo. They're not Edmund, yeah. they're not, not quite the NFL, but you know <clears throat> they're also not called that anymore. So let's move on uh, with <laughs> the show. Uh, what do you want to kick off with this week, Mike? Well, we could go two ways. We can either do the pay per view or we can do SmackDown. <clears throat> Let's bring you the pay per view. He's talking Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day. We are a week and a half before Valentine's Day, but the thematic elements are still there. Um, it's kind of yeah. like he- picture. It's Hard Rock Valentine's Day. A lot of uh, sharp edges <laughs> on the fonts. This sort of thing. Yeah, makes sense. And you know. Vengeance itself, a former WWE pay-per-view on its own. And so, uh, yeah, they kind of go for the nostalgic there. I think they use the similar logo. But, yeah, get the, uh, get the nostalgia yeah. pop. The show kicks off the very final of the uh, Dusty Rhodes men, the the men's side of the cl- the classic, uh, well, the tag team classic, Dusty classic, Trick Mellow <laughs> Gang taking on uh, Braun Bra- the team of Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. Both teams, the Wolf Dogs, the Wolf Dogs. Both teams, uh, looking great, and the crowd, the crowd was hot to kick this one off. Oh yeah, Trick super over as usual. Tons of whoop that Trick chance. Uh, Corbin and Braun both come out on motorcycles, and yeah, just a hot crowd. You know, we got the larger arena here. Uh, I forget where they were exactly, but you know, nice full sized. Multi thousand people, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, good match to kick off the show. Braun, he's been doing this new move where he like flips the guy upside down in a back suplex and catches them in a cutter on a way down. I could almost <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a flip cutter. Yeah, flip cutter looks great. Okay, flip cutter, we can just call it that. Uh, but yeah, looking great. Everyone's doing these cool team moves like. Corbin tosses Mello in the air. Breaker catches him with a big power slam on the way down. Uh, and then Braun shows some strength. He does a German suplex to trick. Well, he's holding Carmelo, so he tosses both guys at once. And then Baron Corbin even gets in on the craziness. He runs and launches himself over the top rope with a plancha to the floor. Never seen him do anything This like NXT has completely revitalized this man's whole career. <laughs> yeah. Very impressive. Uh, Corbin hits a deep six trick, but he kicks out. 
Uh, Breaker goes to the top rope, does a big swanton bomb onto the floor. And then back in the ring, Breaker's got Trick lined up for a spear. He runs at him, but Mello jumps in the way, takes the hit. And then Trick just kind of falls awkwardly, rolls out of the ring, which allows Braun to cover Mello, get the three count. So the Wolf Dogs have won the Dusty Cup final. Or the Dusty Cup itself, and also earn a future tag title shot. <clears throat> and what a, what what a great job for uh, for the newly formed team, for the newly formed dogs. Baron Corbin looks huge compared to some of these NXT guys. Have you also noticed this? I felt like he. I felt <laughs> yeah, like he's he, a tall dude. I felt like he looked normal size on the main roster, uh, but Braun Breaker's also <laughs> much smaller than he looks. Yeah, and I think I think, the, I think he's the like an average height, but for. He's probably like 5'10". Yeah, I feel like Corbin's he's... Braun like Breaker's less than six feet tall. Uh, but Corbin yeah. is probably 6'3 or 6'4. And that, it really may, really makes a difference. <laughs> yeah, but he certainly wrestles <laughs> bigger than his height would seem. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, good opening match there. Yeah. Uh, then we go right to Jack taking on Joe Gacy in a no DQ match. Uh, Dijak pulls out a nightstick. Gacy pulls out like a police baton. And uh, then we get all the standards, the trash cans, the chairs. Uh, yeah, Dijak puts a trash can on Gacy, just starts kicking him away, stomping, crushing the can on him. But then Gacy, while well, he's got the can on his head, just charges as a big diving headbutt with the can. Uh, and then we get a table on the floor. Gacy pours out a basket of toys. So just like Hot Wheels, Army Men, all these little sharp, pointy objects. Uh, so, yeah, eventually Jack he goes to springboard into the ring. Gacy shoves him. He falls, goes flying through the table onto all the toys. Crowd love that. They're chanting, holy shit. Uh, and then, yeah, just more moves. Choke slam onto a chair. Suplex onto a trash can. Gacy pulls out duct tape. Wraps it around Dijak's eyes so he's blindfolded. Uh, and then just starts wailing away on him with some kendo sticks. Uh, goes for the upside down. But Dijak, even while blind, is able to duck it. Hit the feast your eyes. But he's feeling around. Can't find Gacy to make the pin. Uh, crowd starts chanting, you can't see him. So Dijak finally rips off the duct tape. He can see again. Uh and then, yeah, Gacy does a big splash off the top rope onto Dijak. Goes for another upside down, but Dijak nails him with the nightstick. Hits Feast Your Eyes once again. Gets the three count. So Dijak wins. Dijak but, gets the big uh, win. Yeah, good match. Yeah, good all in all, Probably like a, you said. Yeah, one of Joe Gacy's better matches in general. <laughs> yeah, a generally uh, forgotten type of individual. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, we go backstage. We got the woman of Chase U calendar selling like hotcakes. Apparently so it's it sold out. Apparently it's sold out on WWE Shop. And it's a real thing. Yeah, www.shop.com. Although, you know, other than JC and Thea, I don't know who the other 10 women would be. But <laughs> yeah, just like just... other random uh, <laughs> uh, like yeah. people. like Or like, you know, like they, they you know, there's a thousand of them down here at the Performance Center. Yeah, I'm sure they're real wrestlers, but we don't know who they are. But maybe that could be, you know, it's like a rookie card. You'll be like, oh, look at this. Oh, I have the. I got uh, her back. <laughs> yeah, good point. Back when she had a different name, different hair color. <laughs> yeah, color. probably different but. name. Next match, you got the D'Angelo family taking on OTM. So a mixed six-person tag. 
Uh, I guess this would be the official in-ring debut for Jada Parker and Adriana Rizzo, the two women here. Wow. Uh, I'm, th- I'm, I mean, I'm guessing they probably they might have wrestled on Level Up or something, but we don't want. Yeah, that that, that or like the house shows they do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they looked fine. Everyone had their little moments here. Scripps was there interfering. Uh, uh, Rizzo, her big moment. She does a nice big cross body off the top rope to the floor. Back in the ring, Tony hits a big spine buster, and then his little twisting fisherman suplex gets the pinfall. So the D'Angelo family gets the win. Gets the win after uh, they've they've kind of gone like pay per view to pay per view without much action. Yeah, not defending these titles. Yeah, much. even though they are the champs. Yeah. Uh, backstage, the medical team's checking on Carmelo. Trick says, like, oh, man, why'd you take that spear from me? And Melo's just like, you got the title match, NXT title. You just worry about that. I was protecting you. So Trick's like, all right, brother. I want you out there tonight by my side for the main event. Good. Everyone so. needs someone in their corner. <laughs> yeah. Then we got the women's title match. Lyra Valkyria defends against Roxanne Perez. Just a good competitive match. Some nice chain wrestling, submission work. Uh, purple fluff from Lyra's hair was just coming off all over the place. Uh, but yeah, Roxanne has a nice spot where she jumps from one rope over to the other for a nice springboard moonsault. Uh, Lyra does a nice German suplex where she hooks Roxanne's leg like behind her. And then, yeah, just a big German suplex high on her neck. Uh and then Roxanne with the top rope Hurricane Rana. She hits the Pop Rocks. But then Lola Vice comes running out. She's got her championship match contract with her. Tatum Paxley tries to stop her, but Lola hits her with the spinning heel kick. She hands the contract to the ref. She's cashing in. So this match is now a triple threat all of a sudden. Uh, just like that, you know. I think this is only... The second time ever since Seth Rollins where someone has cashed in mid-match. Oh, a mid-match cash-in? Yeah, to my knowledge. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so Lola comes in. She does her big spinning kick on Lyra. Uh, Roxanne goes for Pop Rocks, but Lola gets her in a sleeper hold. She gets out. Uh, Yeah, eventually Roxanne just goes on a roll. Big suicide dives. The match is getting hot. The crowd's chanting NXT. Roxanne hits Lyra with Pop Rocks. She can win the title. But uh, Tatum Paxley, who is chasing Lola, she falls onto them, breaks up the pin. But it's no DQ now because it's a triple threat, so it's all legal. Um, Yeah, and eventually Lola goes for her Buenos Nochos kick. Lyra ducks, hits the night wish, gets the three count. Retains the title. But uh, fun match. That cash in, you know, kind of switch things up halfway through. And, and Yeah, ex- well, and that's exactly it, you know, and uh, scary. It's a scary moment. Uh, <laughs> you know, having to be yeah, like two competitors all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, Lola Vice, she's not quite ready for a title, but she certainly made things interesting. Some big near falls and the crowd was into it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, fun match. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, back at the calendar sale, Riley Osborne works up the courage to ask Thea Hale to be his Valentine, and she says yes. So we got our little Valentine story. 
folks, we have to have a Valentine's story leading up to Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just like you always have the Thanksgiving street fight in October <laughs> or November. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we got this mysterious little vignette. There's just words on the screen saying a man has three faces, one the world sees, one his family sees, and the real one no one sees, but reflects the evil he truly possesses. So sounds like some new heel wrestler. <laughs> yes, some today. some new heel person. Ba- yeah. a, ba- a baddie. Maybe a Zia Lee is back. Or uh, who was the <laughs> one who was... Uh, she's been Boa? like... Yeah. Or what the or uh, like Wendy the main Chu, one, yeah, Wendy Chu, yeah. I forget her name. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, anyways, next match: North American title on the line. Obafemi defends against Dragon Lee. The old classic: big man, little man, strength versus speed. Uh, Dragon with a stiff double foot stomp onto Oba's head. Uh, yeah, Dragon gets a nice. Crucifix submission on Obafemi. He's got both his arms held back, so Oba has to bite onto the rope to get the rope break there, which pretty unique spot there. You don't see that too much. Getting your yeah. face forward. <laughs> but Dragon's looking good. Uh, big Tornado DDT, big knee to the face. Uh, he even manages to do a sit-out powerbomb on Oba. Uh, but then on the floor, Oba chokeslams Dragon... Into the announce, uh, into the announcer's chair, and then back in the ring, just throws Lee across the ring, hits a big pop-up power bomb to get the pinfall. So Obafemi retains the title. Obafemi retaining as Dragon Lee, a man uh, who we've seen on the main roster even not too long ago. Yeah, I think he's now officially part of SmackDown. So this might have been his. Maybe final my, I think I feel like we did. I feel like we did say that last time. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. He was still finishing up with his North American title. Okay, you know? true. Yeah, finishing up his commitments. Yeah. Yeah. He got we... cashed in on, so he kind of felt he deserved a rematch. And so you think we think over. we can move her, move him officially? I think so. Okay. Lest lest la, uh. our, lest we knew ye, Dragon Lee. <laughs> uh, but anyways, let's just jump to the main event. Ilya Dragunov. Defending that NXT title against Trick Williams. Trick finally getting his shot after winning the Iron Survivor Challenge almost two months ago now. Back at deadline. But. It's been that uh, long. Yeah. I think so. Because, yeah, the whole injury angle took it away for a month. But anyways, crowd's hot. Tons of whoop that Trick chance. You know, we're having a great match. Stiff match. Every Dragunov match is stiff. The chops, the kicks. Uh, and they weren't pulling their punches. Trick, his mouth got busted open. His blood, you know, his lips bleeding. His teeth are covered in blood. And yeah, there was Dragunov. Some, yeah, I wonder what, yeah, I mean, Dragunov's always going to bleed from the face. <laughs> but, yeah, every match but, he bleeds the hard way. But never blades. Yeah, never uh, blades, but always bleeds. Or he does, <laughs> and we don't know, and that's what makes it... That's what makes him well, so incredible. I don't know. <laughs> this time it was from the nose, so he probably just got busted in the Maybe nose. Maybe guys are blading from the nose these days. I don't know, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dragunov, he's intense. He starts yelling at the crowd. No one's going to push me off my throne. So he gets a couple boos there. Uh, he hits a big Death Valley driver to trick on the apron. 
they do the uh, they're trading blows. The crowd's doing yay, boo, in favor of Trick. And uh, Trick hits a big rock bottom off the apron onto the floor. And Carmelo's out there. He gets in Dragunov's face. Dragunov shoves him. Carmelo takes a swing, but Dragunov ducks. And uh, Melo ends up crashing into Trick and crushing his knee up against the, the steel steps. So Trick's hurt, selling the knee. Uh, but then Trick steals a move from Dragonov. He hits the H-bomb. The T-bomb. Whatever we want to call it. Are we, are we changing it? I don't know. Just because Trick did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good point. But, yeah. Anyways, Trick, he goes for his big running knee finisher. But the bad knee gives out on him. Uh, so Dragonov hits a big jackknife powerbomb. Then follows up with the H-bomb. Doesn't make the cover. He climbs up the ropes to hit a super H-bomb. Makes the cover this time, but Trick kicks out. So the crowd's going nuts. Both men are bleeding. Dragunov goes for the Torpedo Moscow, but Trick ducks. Hits a big spinning kick. Uh, but Dragunov kicks out of that. That's when Carmelo Hayes jumps on the apron to start yelling at the ref. Trick charges at Dragunov. He ducks. So Trick ends up hitting the ref, who... Hits Carmelo. They both fall down. Trick hits the big trick knee finisher. Makes the cover. He's got the title one, but the referee is still out, so he can't make the count. Second referee runs out. He does the count, but the extra time allows Dragunov to kick out at two. So uh, Dragunov fights back. Hits an H-bomb, and then he climbs all the way to the top rope for a super-duper H-bomb. Uh, but Trick gets the knees up. So the crowd's on their feet, just chanting, whoop that trick. Trick runs at Dragunov for the trick knee, but Dragunov hits him with the torpedo Moscow in midair. And that finally gets the three count. Dragunov wins, retains the belt in a very hard-fought match. Yeah, well, it's going to be stiff. It's going to be stiff. Dragunov plays best in his uh, the, the David and Goliath matches we've seen him yeah. with walter and he's both <laughs> and he is both he can do both <laughs> he, he can be both david and goliath just another impressive yeah. performance uh with a little bit of blood like you said yeah he can I handle mean, like... blood but if, like, i'm not saying like you know we can no, handle it's... it yeah it was natural it was from the heat of the moment uh so Dragonov wins he celebrates leaves the ring carmelo gets in helps up trick just says, you were so close. You're my boy. Still my boy. And then the copyright logo appears to signal the end of the show. But then Carmelo attacks Trick from behind. Uh, grabs a chair. Starts going to town. Smacking the shit out of Trick's knee. And then he just sits on the chair. And the crowd chants, fuck you, Mello. And that's how we end the show with the big... Uh, you can't you can't keep doing the logo uh, popping up the logo there, Hunter. <laughs> you can't keep doing it. Uh, you know, this is Sean's call. This was Sean. You can't keep doing the thing your older brother keeps doing. <laughs> yeah. Book your own. Uh, shit. You know. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think we all saw it coming eventually. We all saw it coming. I mean, yeah. Obviously, he didn't. He didn't cost him the match. As it were, you no, know, they mean, didn't quite go that far. It, it would be a little difficult. That, yeah, yeah, he did fall into him and fuck his knee up a little bit. So there's still some, some little blame there, but uh, not entirely. But uh, we'll follow that up on NXT. We'll follow it up on NXT. But overall, uh, a, a pretty good show. 
Yeah. Some exciting, well, matches were exciting fun. action. The uh, the main event, of course, being the one. And uh, real excited to see Baron Corbin's future solidifying himself as one of the greatest <coughs> competitors in the history of NXT. <laughs> well, and I mean, and Braun Breaker, the, his call-up seems inevitable. So, uh, I, I don't know. He's going to do what Dominic and pull double duty for a bit if they win the tag titles. Maybe him and Baron come back stronger than ever. Yeah. Remains to be seen. But that was Vengeance Day. Yeah, a great edition of uh, the pay-per-view. So let's move ourselves uh, through. Let's move ourselves over to the action on SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. So it has been a while since uh, we've actually, since SmackDown happened. This is the SmackDown uh, post-Rumble. This is Royal Rumble Fallout for a SmackDown. Um, and it ended up being a massive show. Yeah. Very big show. Um, yeah. I guess uh, we want to go through the whole thing or do highlights or how do we want to do the rest of this? Uh, sure. Yeah. Highlights are great. Highlight to me was actually the start of the show. I do have to say Logan Paul kicking off, uh, taking various shots at uh, the state of Alabama, which they were in. Uh, a lot of kind of this was like general redneck hick style stuff for taking a couple shots yeah. at Kevin Owens before Kevin Owens actually comes out. And they have a little tete-a-tete uh, themselves. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just a little verbal battle, and, you know, Logan says, I played you, man, those brass knuckles, it was all set up, and, yeah, so, uh, Logan says, no, but that was your shot, you gotta go back to the line, so, uh, that's that, and Kevin Owens ends up fighting Austin Theory, beats him, so, uh, now we can hopefully move on to LA Knight, Logan Paul, get that feud started. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what we see going towards WrestleMania. But who knows? Maybe Logan Paul will actually end up wrestling uh, at the Chamber. Yeah, I could see. Like, that I think as I well. saw him on one of the posters, actually. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, uh, there was a uh, there was a fatal four way um, tag match for I think uh, like a contenders match where Michael Cole did call Peter Dune Butch. <laughs> a little uh, slip up. I, it was a little slip up, and it's funny because usually, you know, no one's name has ever gone back before. Um, you know, it's like the slip ups always happen the other way when when they when they, when they, when they get the new name, <laughs> not when they go back to their old name. So a little interesting, a uh, little interesting slip. But yeah, Pete Dunn, yeah. Tyler Bate, LWO, they took all each other on, and uh, uh, Tyler Bate and Peter Dunn ended yeah, up. They got the job done. Mm-hmm. Did they have so a, uh, what was the name of, you know, when it wasn't Pete Dunn, but it was Tyler Bate and another guy in NXT UK. What was their, do you remember their group's name? The Mustache Men or Mountain? Or? Mustache Mountain. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. I wonder if we could bring, oh, no, I guess Pete Dunn <laughs> doesn't have a mustache. He's a. I mean, he could grow one. Uh, he could <laughs> really just shave it. He kind of has that beard look. He could shave it. Yeah. Pete Dunn, shave yeah. your mustache, shave your beard. Yeah, so Dunn and Bate, they win. They'll face the winners of another Fatal 4-Way to determine the, uh, the number one contenders for the tag title. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, during this match, they recreated the big spot from NXT with Joaquin Wilde and the three guys doing the, the big uh, slingshot. Cata- the catapults. The yeah, 
Didn't quite get the distance no. he did on NXT, but still fun little moment. Still impressive nonetheless. Uh, also backstage, we see Naomi walk out of Nick Aldis's office with a SmackDown contract. So Naomi, officially a member of the roster. Uh, she's got Bianca, Shotzi, Meech in there. They're like, yeah, they celebrate. But then the bigger news, Tiffany Stratton comes walking out. She's got a smocked SmackDown contract, and she gets in Bianca's face, and uh, yeah, so she's not afraid to just step right up to the baddest woman in WWE. So let's go, baby! It's Good. official, Tiffy Smack- time. SmackDown getting some real, uh, some real power players here coming out of the Rumble. Yeah, um, and then another backstage segment. We see Io, Sky, Oscar, Kyrie, Sane. They're all hanging out, speaking Japanese. And then Io just says, don't worry about it. Bailey's done tonight. And then they all walk off laughing. But in the background, we see Bailey walk through the door. She heard everything. So uh, let's just bring them out to the ring. We got Nick Aldis, Adam Pierce. Bailey comes out with damage control. So Bailey can announce which title should we be going for at WrestleMania. Big pop for Bailey. The crowd's chanting her name. Uh, you know, she says she's done WrestleMania before, but this year's different. She's got damage control in her corner, the best woman's faction of all time, their family. But as she's speaking, the other, you know, they're kind of just laughing at Bailey, mocking her behind her back. Uh, Bailey says, for me to be the best, I got to beat one of the best. And that brings me to Rhea Ripley. But then she turns to damage control members and says, or I can go a different route. I can fight a different fight because sometimes it's more personal. Comes down to what's in your heart. Proving people wrong. The people you thought were your biggest support system and you thought were your friends. She's staring daggers at Io Asuka Kyrie and just says, you guys done laughing? And then she says something in Japanese and then the crowd just goes, oh. She says, oh, you know it's going to be good. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, that's right. That's Japanese. I picked it up from all the times you guys been talking about me behind my back and you think I don't see what's going on? I've been around here for a long time, and all I wanted was for our group to be the best. And you guys see nothing in me. The crowd's all behind Bailey. They're chanting her name. Uh, Bailey tells Io, uh, ever since Asuka and Kyrie joined the group, you turned on me. And that's when they jump Bailey, attack her from behind. They beat her down, but Bailey manages to pull out a steel pipe that she had stashed earlier and starts wailing away on her former friends. Bailey stands tall. The crowd cheers her on, and Bailey gives the announcement. Eo, I'll see you at WrestleMania. Wow, she did the yeah, old. Fuck uh, yeah, yeah. She she did the old. I know what you're saying about me. Yeah, great segment. Mm-hmm. I love it. It was the direction we all wanted. The right storyline. Bailey deserves the big WrestleMania moment, and she's uh, on pace to get it. On pace to get. Did she? I don't think, uh, did she ever win? Has she ever won a title at WrestleMania? Nothing comes to mind. I don't think she's ever won a singles match, period, at WrestleMania. Oh, really? I, that that also yeah. would not surprise me, yeah. Maybe maybe she retained those tag titles. Yeah, that's probably about it. So, uh, yeah, crowd's into it, we're into it. It's the right story, the right person, so let's do it. Cannot wait, cannot wait. Headline night one. There I said it. 
<laughs> well, well, we'll see. There, uh, I said it. But Mike, but let's get to the main event here of uh, of SmackDown, which was, uh, quite frankly, the decision. Cody Rhodes is here to uh, tell us after after on Monday. <laughs> after on Monday, uh, Cody Rhodes or Seth Rollins pled his case to Cody. Uh, yeah, that you should take so. on my title. Roman comes out and shits all over the roster, and I love it. It's because nobody is <laughs> yeah, on really. his level, Mike. Nobody is on his level. Well, uh, yeah, Roman basically says the other titles, the loser bracket title, and you know, uh, just shits all over Seth, and says, yeah, he works ten times more than me, but I make ten times as much money, and. Which is a which is a great uh, point. As soon as he said that, I said great point. <laughs> but he's not going to beg Cody like Seth. You know, if you want to take a crack at number one, here I am. So Cody comes out, huge ovation, all the Cody chants. Uh, Cody's like, yeah, you know, you cheated me last year. I had you beat, and you know it. And Seth did make some good points on Raw, except for when he called your title the Hollywood title because that's the Bruno San Martino title, and I want it. And Cody says, what is finishing my story? Is it taking the title from you, or is it taking everything? Because I'm coming for you and the title. But not at WrestleMania. And the crowd kind of was like, huh? Let out a bit of a groan. A sigh. A sigh, a groan. We're like, uh oh. And then Cody says, I took counsel for this decision. One of the individuals I talked to knows you very well. And then out comes The Rock. He gets in the ring. He looks at Cody. They shake, they hug. He kind of whispers something. But you can see Cody's face. This man looks like he's about to cry. As he knows what a horrible decision this is. Uh, he's, he's pissing away everything he's worked for the last two years right in front of our eyes. Cody leaves the ring. Roman and Rock, they stare down, getting each other's faces. And that's how we end SmackDown. And that's how we end the show, Mike. Gosh. And, yeah. So, I mean, this is all still a work in progress. But, I mean, this blew up. The whole weekend, Cody was it's trending. All, it's all anyone could talk about. It's all anyone could talk yeah. about. We want Cody. I mean, this as of Friday night, all you can think about is two years of storytelling for him to just step aside and let The Rock come take his title match for no reason to give us a match where Rock is going to be gassed in five minutes, probably tear a muscle or two. and uh, Yeah, I mean... This live SmackDown crowd, they did cheer for The Rock. It was a surprise, but I think that was just the heat of the moment because now that And then when the dust settled, settled in, everyone realized. It was like, wait, what did The Rock say? Because obviously The Rock yeah. shows up, you scream uncontrollably as long as you possibly can. <coughs> so you didn't realize, like, wait, what did Cody just say? <laughs> like, it's like the, you know, like the past five minutes. Yeah. Everything that happened before The Rock showed up is kind of like a fever dream. <coughs> Yeah, and as we'll see on Raw and after the the, the yeah the good times did not last for the Rock, but good times I mean, did this... not last, Mike. And even live as we speak right now is the WrestleMania 40 <laughs> press conference live from uh, Las Vegas. It's happening right now, where we've been told Roman, the Rock, uh, Becky, uh, <coughs> Bianca Belair, like we know that we know the top stars are going to be there tonight. So there's probably action unfolding yeah. we'll have right to check now. Out the the highlights from that, but. For me, this, I mean, as it stands, obviously, 
plans change, things happen. But as it stands, this is, uh, I mean, this is worse than Daniel Bryan not putting him in the Royal Rumble because they actually put Cody in the Rumble and let him win just to take it away. You no, know, Daniel Bryan. I, I, I am confident, Mike. I am confident that things will continue to evolve and Cody will get himself into the match somehow. Uh, yeah, I can. I'm co- I can I'm still agree confident that, that think... will happen, but I think the fans will gonna are gonna have to. They might hold it for as long as they possibly can. Yeah. No, I see. They're much like WrestleMania 30, Daniel Bryan. I think no matter what WWE will admit, uh, they're 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 gonna change plans, and they'll be like, "Oh no, that was the plan all along." Yeah. We all knew The Rock was gonna get booed, and uh, but yeah. So what the fuck? Uh, yeah, the online backlash, the clip from SmackDown became the most disliked video in WWE's YouTube history. Hundreds of thousands. Mainstream media was reporting on it. USA Today, Forbes, TMZ, they were all talking about how bad this is. And uh, The backstage rumors are that Rock, you know, he got put on the board of directors and using his power, he personally pushed for himself to get into this match. And some saying he's pushing to even win the title, which would be even more absurd. That's just rumors and saying rumors, Mike. I know, rumors, but it's fun. That's half the fun of wrestling. Of course. Uh, I mean, regardless, it's the timing more than anything. Any other year, people would have been ecstatic. You know, last year in Hollywood, the year before, instead of Rock versus or Brock versus Roman Part 6, we could have had The Rock. and Yeah. Or even if you just... Last year, let Cody win the title, so Rowan's free for this year. Everything, there was so many different ways they could have done it, and they went about it the worst possible way. Um, you know, Mike, I agree. If- I agree. If Roman Reigns <laughs> didn't get COVID before day one, I agree. <laughs> that butterfly I mean, effect, we would be both. We'd both be millionaires right now, doing this podcast live <laughs> on a beach. If uh, if Roman yeah. didn't get COVID. No, I'm still saying Cody can still walk out of WrestleMania as the undisputed champion, but I think uh, they will, and I think it's going to. They're but they're they're really going to play it to the last possible second. Yeah, and I think they're going to act like it was the plan when it wasn't. Uh, you know, if there was no backlash, they probably would have just gone ahead, like oh, everything's good. But uh, I mean, people would have been less mad if you just had The Rock win the Royal Rumble at number thirty instead of giving this hope. Uh, but no, I mean, like we said, nothing's set in stone, but the fans, we have the power, we have the voice, um, as we'll see on Monday Night Raw, there's some, uh, there's some backlash, but, uh, and also if you want to talk conspiracy theories, a lot of people, I mean, not as many people are talking about Vince McMahon this week, everyone's talking about The Rock and We Want Cody, so, taking some heat. Taking some heat away from Vince's. Story, oh, you, you think know? that's what it was? Oh, yeah, some other. Yeah, I'm what, not saying that's the. What was what was the crazy thing in wrestling after Benoit killed himself? What was the crazy booking decision <laughs> after that? Did the did the world title change hands uh, controversially? Um, no, they just kind of chugged along. The next episode, Vince McMahon, they're like, "Well, you'll never hear Mr. Benoit's name again in WWE," and that was how they ended it. Move on. After they found out he murdered them. Yeah. And then I love I, lo- <laughs> I love when WWE posts graphics that say Roman Reigns has pinned 22 of the last 23 Royal Rumble winners. 
What? <laughs> that yeah. can't be right. <laughs> Apparently, it's true. <laughs> that number, 22 of the last 20? Of the last sense. 23. Or, yeah, something like that. Like not, That would include Stone Cold. That would like, include Like 19 the of the last 20. Or, like, for, for, every, for everyone from, like, 2003 onward or something. He's pinned every one okay. of them. He's pinned every one of them. Well, except for one of them. <laughs> uh so yeah that was the big the big story that everyone's talking about and still talking about yeah um and lost in all that tiffany stratton did also have her first match and get a win which i love to see but uh yeah that was the big news from smackdown uh yeah big stuff big stuff what about uh what about action on collision well, what yeah. Was, what was the big Some uh highlights. what were the big highlights? Uh, I, think, I don't even remember here. For oh, me, Deeb. Oh yeah, Serena Deeb, she returned. Uh took on Queen Amanada, had a good little match and Deeb gets the win and this Queen Amanada, I'm liking her. She's uh she's been looking good these last. A stiff striker months. too. Yeah. Also, I was impressed with uh Brian Danielson versus Hichisero here from CML LL, uh, uh, another lucha guy, but he's also you know, he's like Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. He's got cool submissions, bunch of stiff kicks. And, uh, Brian defeated him, but yeah, he Chisero, I was impressed with his AEW debut. Yeah, so far this partnership with uh, the CMLL crew is working. Uh, is working great. Yeah. Uh, and then the main event, the Patriarchy took on FTR and Daniel Garcia. A uh, long match. It was like 23 minutes, but a lot of fun. Uh, eventually, Garcia gets the pinfall and the win. So him and FTR, uh, they dance, they celebrate. Have a good time. <laughs> yeah, they dance, they celebrate. Um, and Daniel Garcia, you know, yeah, e- even the guys who are a little more serious, they're doing that little Daniel Garcia dance. Yeah, it's just too much fun. It's infectious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, quick out. Yeah, quick action on collision. Uh, should we? Uh, should we roll through Monday Night Raw? Let's get right. Let's get Well, well, yeah, we'll cover Raw before we move on uh, to our other shows in a little bit. But the show does kick off this week with our World Heavyweight Champion. Seth Rollins coming out, wasting no time. Um, yeah. Saying, Cody, I need an answer, <laughs> Cody. Uh, Damian yeah. Priest, nowhere to be seen, by, by the way, when this uh, Seth Rollins has a cast on. It seems like it would be very easy to cash it in. Um, Damien yeah. Priest, maybe he missed his connecting There's flight been. or something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was on the show, but uh, there's there's been a lot of missed opportunities for him. Too bad. But, uh, yeah, Rollins just says, after last Friday, he certainly smells what's cooking. And the crowd boos, they chant for Cody, and we see a ton of We Want Cody signs just flooded throughout the crowd. Uh, so Seth says, yeah, we want Cody, get out here. Cody comes out, says, "What do you want to talk about?" I want to talk about one of the few times, one, one of the, the few times that you actually on the nose it? enough. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's so on the nose that we all know what we want to talk about this time. <laughs> Thanks for saying that. <laughs> yeah, finally. 
And as soon as he said it, the crowd starts chanting, Rocky sucks. And I say, fucking right he does. And, uh, Rollins is like, wow, I didn't think I was going to hear that one. And Michael Cole's like, what is this, 1996? Uh... So, yeah, they're making their point very clear. Rocky sucks, chanting, we want Cody. And Cody's getting emotional. It's all this love. He acknowledges the crowd. and Seth gets it. I know what you're going through, but we need an answer. My title here, this is the most prestigious one, and I mean it. I want to prove I'm better than the last time we fought. And, you know, I want to test myself against the best, and you're the best. So fight me at WrestleMania. But the crowd boos. They don't want this. And before Cody can even answer, out comes Drew McIntyre. Uh, and Drew says what we're all thinking. He's like, what the hell, man? WrestleMania was set up perfectly for everyone. Don't screw it up. I took out Punk so I could challenge Seth. And uh, Drew takes off his sweater to reveal his new shirt. He's pointing at a tombstone that says CM Punk's WrestleMania main event 2024. And uh, just tells Cody, it's time to finish your story. You put in the work over the last two years. You've earned this moment. Don't let me down. Don't let your family down. Don't let the fans down. Don't let your dad down. Don't let Seth's your like, dad hey, down. <laughs> yeah, Rollins is like, hey, man, you don't got to be a prick. What even makes you think I'd fight you at WrestleMania anyways? I already beat you twice. Uh, Drew's just like, yeah, the, you know, people interfered. And anyways, you've lost to Cody three times, so... Uh, you know, but he does admit Seth worked his ass off to make that title mean something. And we already know in Roman's match, his family's just going to run in and ruin the whole damn thing. So, uh, uh, yeah. So if someone's going to take Seth out or he says, yeah, it's time for someone to take Seth out. And then he headbutts him, but Cody grabs Drew, throws him out of the ring and that's it. We don't actually hear from Cody, so no concrete answers. Yeah, we don't actually get any nothing to f f further it, further our justification what's happening. So we're still hoping for the best. Yeah, and the crowd made it very clear. Cody must challenge Roman. Fuck the Rock. So uh, at least we got that going for us. Yeah, at least the yeah the the crowd the chance everyone seems to be, you know, online, in line. Yeah. Uh, and then we had the other half of that, the the, the fatal four-way tag match, uh, DIY, New Day, Imperium, and the Creed Brothers finally making their return to TV after uh, possibly getting some heat after their match with Judgment Day. Yeah, after the 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 bomb gone wrong. Yeah, the <laughs> the bomb gone wrong and the the three point one kick out. But uh, yeah, they looked good once again though. They did the Brutus Ball again, so. Yeah, they did, they did it again. <laughs> it's not banned. Yeah. Imagine if maybe Brutus, a little bit safer. Imagine if the Brutus Ball and a Canadian destroyer, like and a, <laughs> a destroyer, are the two banned moves. It's like, wow. Yeah. Who knew? Well, destroyers you can do. You just can't do a regular pile. I guess a regular. Yeah. Even though you would think a flipping pile driver is more dangerous. You think but. that would actually be a little safer? <laughs> actually, yeah. Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah. The Creed's looking good. We got the Brutus Balls. We got a big moonsault to the floor. Uh, but Ciampa Gargano, they tag in. They go on a roll. They hit the meet-in-the-middle finisher and get the three count. So DIY picking up another win. They'll face Bait and Dunn to see who challenges for the tag titles. I wonder what, uh, I wonder what this is going to be like for WrestleMania. 
these tag titles if if you know <laughs> I, I, I feel well, like I feel like every every major pay per view we say is this one they where they split them up. <laughs> what I'm thinking is uh, with this whole r truth storyline with the Judgment Day, I think he's finally had enough at WrestleMania. Him and the Miz challenge for the tag titles, and you know possibly win them. Yeah, they win them for now, and then I guess they they still stay together connected yeah i don't know <laughs> we're still waiting at least yeah. redesign the belts so they don't have to carry two of them yeah i feel bad for them really like do the thing like with roman and that's thing the, the same champions have held them for like two and a half years now <laughs> yeah and you know priest he's got to carry the briefcase as well so he's got like three things to carry so god he has all he, he, he has all that like baggy jewelry and stuff yeah um you know it's also probably weighing him down yeah, but uh, Elimination Chamber coming up in uh, two weeks' time, so we finally announce what we all expected. We're going to have a women's chamber to determine Rhea Ripley's opponent. Uh, no men's chamber announced yet. I guess they're still trying to figure out what Cody's doing. Yeah, like what's the po- uh, yeah, like what's the you know because traditionally yeah the chamber has been a number either a championship match or a number one contender match. So when it comes to the men's side, yeah. It's either if Cody is challenging Seth, then there's no point to it. But if he's not, then we can do the number one contender match. Yeah, or do you pick, yeah, like uh, another, uh, the IC title or something? Do you do you change I mean, the title? Yeah, I think last year they did the U.S. title in the chamber. So it's they've done mid-card belts in the yeah, chamber. Yeah, I have so no, there's no problem. No problem with that. Yeah. But either way, we need a men's chamber. You got to have at least one. Agreed. One well, you got to have two now. The two is the standard. Yeah, two total. Uh so we do get the qualifiers. Becky Lynch takes on Shayna Baszler. Uh, of course, Becky wins. So she qualifies for her first ever Elimination Chamber match. Uh, so that's that. Yeah, that's uh, um, on, on the right track also. Yeah. And then Rhea Ripley came out for a promo. Uh, they make uh, her title match official, her versus Nia Jax at Elimination Chamber. Uh, is that going to main event? There in Perth. Is Nia Jax going to main event a pay per view? Have we seen it before? Nia Jax? I don't know. Not, certainly not one on one. Well, maybe I guess, if yeah, you count maybe, the Rumble appearances. Maybe in that men's Rumble, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. But uh, you know, I've been saying, I've been giving credit to Nia. She's definitely been a lot better this second run. Been playing well. And, uh, yeah, uh, she's, been, she's been out there doing some good stuff lately. And Rhea is still technically a heel, but Nia Jax is an all-the-way heel, so you know for sure. I mean, Rhea's already going to be the biggest baby face on that show, but yeah. even better when you're facing someone that you know everyone's going to boo. Yeah, yeah it's, a gu- it's a guaranteed hate. Yeah. Like, if Becky fought Rhea in Australia, she'd still get some cheers. Exactly. You can't risk but, it. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? Some teases. Braun Breaker talked to Adam Pierce, so it's only a matter of time. He was also on SmackDown talking to Aldis, so we also, Ron Breaker's call-up is coming real soon. Yeah, that's definitely coming real soon, and now that, you know, it kind of seems like Aldis and Pierce, they fight over these uh, these champions coming up. Yeah. Yeah, they've both been doing a mm-hmm. good job. We also set. Uh, we also see. seem to set some groundwork for uh, when Jey Uso interrupted Gunther's 600-day reign celebration. 
um, yeah, seem to maybe build for a uh, maybe that's what the re- will be happening at WrestleMania. Um, Gunther's best reply was, "I'm going to hit you so hard, people are going to think you're your brother again." <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm. Thank you because I I was in that same <laughs> boat." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know. I wanted Chad Gable, but it doesn't look like he's going to be the one. So, Jey Uso, why not? He can win the title. Gunther can move on to the world title. Yeah, exactly. We don't. We don't uh, need it. Yeah. The main event, we had Cody Nakamura, Texas Bull Rope match. So, you know how it goes. They're both tied together. and They're just yanking the rope, smacking each other around, using the cowbell. Uh Apparently, during the match, it might have been during a commercial break, there was more Rocky Sucks chants. I saw some videos from the fans in the crowd, and it was very loud, but wasn't picked up on TV, so it was either during oh, okay. a commercial or they turned it down. I don't know. Or yeah, they off, they, yeah, they'd have to. have to turn down the crowd volume. <laughs> but either way, Cody gets the win, as he should. Um, and then Drew McIntyre runs out, attacks him with a claymore. So mm-hmm. Big Bad Drew stands tall, but... That was the end of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that was the entirety of it. Like we said, a lot of questions floating in the air regarding Cody Rhodes's uh, and uh, that that main event scene. It's gonna keep us. It's gonna keep us going until until the show shows. Yeah, I mean we've got sixty days or something, so we still got still got a lot of time to figure it out. Lots but, of time, you know, folks. Yeah. But these crowds, they're not going to let it fly. So until they make it official, you know, I think it's going to be more, mm-hmm. more Rocky sucks. More Rocky sucks, baby. Give it yeah. to me, though. Uh, we should take a break. Take All a break. Right. We'll come back and uh, quickly go over the uh, the remaining two shows that we have in our wrestling week here. So you're going to want to stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. I gave you that number about uh, who all the uh, Rumble winners that Roman Reigns has pinned. Uh, So it was everyone since 2002. Uh, Okay. So so out of that 22 years, it's been 21 of 22 Rumble winners he's pinned. Because you are, because <laughs> you are correct. He has never pinned Stone Cold Steve Austin. You are correct there, but he's pinned. Uh, he's pinned uh, okay. twenty-two of twenty-one. Oh, sorry, twenty-one during of twenty-two. During this title reign? No, no, not no. Sorry, not during this title reign. Like ever? Like like oh, out out, out of out of the last twenty-two Royal Rumble okay. winners, he has pinned twenty-one of them. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I was the yeah. I think oh, you're the yeah the, during the tide during the rain itself. Okay, I, I'm sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry for the confusion. No, no, it's all yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's yeah, it's all good. Yes, because he has not pinned uh, Stone Cold or The Rock or Mr. McMahon, and then we go more and more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never pinned so, Yokozuna. Crazy. Never, never, <laughs> he never pinned Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I don't think you ever pinned Hulk. You never pinned Hulkster either. No. Not to say that he couldn't one day. Hopefully not. Hopefully not, but never said he couldn't. Uh, Let's move (laughs) on uh, through the show then. Five, four, three, two. 
Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thank you for sticking it out through the break. That break felt longer than the prof- this uh, week in professional wrestling. Uh, like you said, the yeah. uh, the online community, yeah, texting with friends, family. Maybe not family, I mean, I've but had, definitely friends. Yeah. I had non-wrestling fan text me asking what the hell's going on with all this rock stuff. Why does everyone hate him? It's it's beyond the world of wrestling, you know. And I feel like why does everyone hate The Rock is an easy answer. Just like, oh, they saw one of his movies. And that yeah. was like an easy I mean, enough. <laughs> yeah, even without the wrestling, he's he's just a phony. He thinks he's the guy, but he's not the guy. Versus John Cena, by the way. John Cena is so much more so much more down to earth, so much cooler. Check out Argyle <laughs> in theaters now, the latest Matthew Vaughn uh, franchise film. I have not seen it yet, <laughs> but I loved the Kingsmen yeah. movies, so I have no reason to believe I wouldn't love this one because it has Henry Cavill, Dua Lipa, Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> I don't think The Rock has really ever had... A movie or TV show that was universally praised. You know, like Peace Walker. Everyone I heard loved that show and thought John Cena was awesome. John Cena was, yeah, he was incredible. And season two is actually, it it will be happening. You know, it'll be happening. Yeah. And uh, I do have a report. I read some notes from this press conference. Okay, yes. The press conference is happening right now. Right now, the T-Mobile Arena, home of the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights. I think it's over now. Okay. So basically, uh, Roman comes out and he's like, ah, I'm not waiting for Cody. I'll take The Rock at WrestleMania. Uh, the Rock comes out and acting kind of heelish, getting booed. and uh, But then Cody Rhodes finally comes out and says, this is bullshit. Roman doesn't dictate who challenges for which title at WrestleMania. And then Cody reveals he is challenging Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Uh, the Rock gets in Cody's face, slaps him. They have to get pulled apart. So the story, folks, story still on the the book is still being written, but it okay. hasn't been burned yet. Okay. Uh, but that leads. I mean, they can basically go two ways with this. We either get a triple threat with the Rock, mm-hmm. or we get what we said other years: Rock Roman Night One, Cody Roman Night Two. Either or, as long as we get Cody and Roman uh, in some form or another, wow. uh, that's all that matters. You know what, Mike? There was there was a brief seven days where I felt like uh, like the guy who cashed out on his Bitcoin when all of his friends in 2010 said, (laughs) "Dude, why are you buying that?" Uh, There were seven days where I felt like I was giving big middle fingers to everyone who walked past me. Now you have told me that news, Mike. uh, I am the the captain. On the sinking Titanic with those with that with <laughs> with those uh, violins playing the with the little orchestra playing. Um, yeah. If if Cody's in the match, I don't know. Roman's He's in the match, but The Rock is certainly wrestling at WrestleMania at this point. So yeah. it's yeah, it's what option they go with. But this whole week, I think, has done permanent damage to the way the crowd will react to The Rock from now on. You know, people will still cheer, some people, but now there's always going to be some heat on The Rock, I think, going forward. Do you think, to it? do you think they changed plans because of the heat, or do you think that was always the plan? I mean, it's impossible to know for sure. Of course. Um, of course. But based on the Royal Rumble, I mean, there was Cody won, he pointed at Roman, everything it was on track. Ob- then- it seemed very obvious. 
Yeah, and then for him to just step aside for no good reason seemed to go completely against his character. Um, so either it's a super work or they're adjusting on the fly like they did with Daniel Bryan. Or somewhere in the middle. I don't know for sure. But, uh, I mean, either way, Cody is already the top babyface. People love him even more now because of the whole screwing him over angle. So, yeah. The pop will be that much bigger if he does win this belt. And if he doesn't, oh boy, we might have to cancel this show. <laughs> <laughs> It'll start being a solo. There'll be a Roman appreciation show if uh, yeah. it's just me every but, week. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll give you a I'll new go. fact about Roman Reigns every, <laughs> every week. But uh, yeah, that's the gist. I'm going to go back and watch some of the highlights from that later. Of course, yeah. We'll, story, yeah, we'll but, have to get the full picture. But, I mean, sounds like they're doing the right thing for the fans, hopefully. Uh, but like you said, we still got two long months to figure, did you, the re- did, did figure you, out the rest. Did you see any photos or video clips of, uh, of the events uh, unfolding on stage? Uh, just like short little one minute clips. Could, could, I, could, I, make, could, I, make, could I make a quick one, one second assumption? Sure. I imagine The Rock is underdressed. He's not wearing a suit. Okay. Like Cody Rhodes, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, no. You know he's wearing a tank top. To I just anytime arms. I picture The Rock, he's underdressed to when he's in a wrestling situation. Um, yeah. you know, cuz when he comes to the ring and and these little kind of like one-off appearance, he's not he's not even wearing pants. He's wearing like track pants. He's always <laughs> one slight step under. Like even Roman Reigns wears a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> he covers it <laughs> up. Yeah. It looked weird seeing The Rock at the uh, when he was announced as a member of the TKO board. He was wearing like He's wearing glasses. glasses. And shit. That was the like, weird who the part. Fuck is this fucking guy? Who's yeah. this fucking but, dweeb over here? Yeah, dweeb The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Good one. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for the highlights there over on that uh, TKO yeah. conference. We'll have to check it out. So uh, what about some quick action over on NXT? What about at least what we have to cover here? Um, the, the, the largest part of the fall, the largest fallout from Vengeance Day. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. So of course, I just want to talk about it right now. Trick Williams, Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes coming out to explain his actions, Mike, in full black leather jacket. But because he's kind of a little guy, it kind of he kind of looks like a kid wearing his dad's leather jacket. <laughs> you know, or like that, in the '90s when everything was puffy. When everything puffy was a little puffier, a little baggier. It was yeah. cool look, though. Not 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 shitting on the guy, but you know, it was funny. It made, it made, oh no, he's a cool dude. He's a cool guy. Yeah. So he could. They they teased it at first. He came out to open the show, but then he's just like, not yet, and he leaves, and then he comes back out again later to cut the promo. Mm-hmm. But uh, he says, yeah, you know, I'm not jealous of Trick. I just had to remind him of his place and don't bite the hand that feeds. You know, Trick made you think he's on the same level as me. And, and then he finally admits he was the one that attacked Trick backstage all that time ago. And he'd do it again. And then Trick Williams' music hits, but he doesn't come out. Menlo starts dancing, mocking him, and just says, Trick ain't coming back. He's up in a hospital next to Booker T. And, uh... 
Mello says, this was never a collaboration. Trick was just his hype man, and that's all it is. That's all it's going to be. That was it. That was it, really. Yeah, maybe maybe not the full kind of level of whatever that maybe we thought. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, well, we'll have to get the face-to-face, and then we'll probably get a bit more then, but they're selling the trick injury for this week at least. Yeah, at least, because uh, it really does feel like Trick Williams is on the warpath for that championship. Yeah. But uh, he's got to go through Mellow first, or at least deal with that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we got Stand and Deliver on WrestleMania weekend, but I think in between that, they've got the Roadblock TV special, so they could do one of the matches there. And then the oh, okay. To... Yeah. So either Trick versus Mellow takes place there, or Trick faces Dragunov, wins the belt, and then defends it against Carmelo at Stand and Deliver. They could go either direction. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying know. here. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, pretty standard episode. The main event was Dragunov versus Dijak. Non-title match, but, you know, it's a Dragunov match. So you're going to get a good time. Stiff chops, kicks. Dragunov's bleeding once again from Once the again, somehow. <laughs> Just every match, he gets cut open somehow. <sighs> somehow. But, uh, yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, the weird spot was Joe Gacy comes out from under the ring and punches Dijak in the face with a boxing glove on a stick straight out of a Bugs Bunny cartoon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But the ref didn't see it. Dragunov didn't see it. He hits the H-bomb, gets the pinfall win. Dragunov celebrates. Carmelo attacks him from behind. Uh, Hits Dragunov in the head with the NXT title. So the crowd boos as Melo holds up the belt to end the show. Boo. See, there's this uh, in in the in the hit in the Hitman book. There's a spot where this happens a couple times where Brett would bleed, even though Vince told him not to. And then I guess after, <laughs> when you bleed and you'd go back to the locker room, when dudes would bleed, they would blade too hard, and the doctor back there could go like, "Yes, this is a clear blade job," and then Vince would find them. Right, yeah. he'd come in. What the fuck? This is children's television. <laughs> um, but uh, there's twice that it had that um, that Bret Hart did it because he's like, this is what the match needs. And in both times, the doctor said, like, yeah, he must have he must have smashed his face off the um, off the ring stairs, off off the <laughs> off the something. And it was like both times he was like. Yes, I did it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I, 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 maybe I'm starting to think that Dragunov does it the right way. He knows how to get the blood maybe. the right way <laughs> without making it look like either he's bleeding or, you know, knowing where the impact has to happen. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, if you've gotten to it, it yet in the book when Bret Hart versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania. No, we're not there yet. We're, uh, what just happened? I think, uh, we're somewhere in the, I think, well, Diesel and Razor Ramon just went to WCW. Okay. So we're somewhere so around, close. we're somewhere around there where, like, him, Sean, and Diesel are kind of jumping back and forth and Sean's just being a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't even know if it's in the book. I haven't read it, but I'm sure you've seen clips of the WrestleMania 13 match with. Austin bleeding, passing out the sharpshooter. I've seen them. I've seen the match, of course. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the story goes is that 
Brett was the one that did the blade job for Austin, so Austin could have the plausible deniability. He's like, I didn't blade. I didn't blade. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't blade. Brett was the one that cut him. Yeah. Goddamn kid, I didn't cut my forehead. But, I, I didn't cut yeah. my forehead. <laughs> I think it was also because Austin was like, I don't think Austin had done a blade job before. So Brett's like, oh, I'll do it. Perfect one inch cut right in the middle of that big ball he, head. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Brett <laughs> used to blade uh, every night uh, for weeks yeah. on end back in the back in the day. So <laughs> he, he knows what it's like. Anyways, yeah. Great book. Everybody uh, should read it. And uh, let's move on. Let's let's keep moving. Let's move on to uh, the last show of the week. I guess we're talking AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Where the um, show kicks off um, with this winner gets a shot for the World Championship at Revolution. Swerve Strickland, Adam Hang- Hangman, Adam Page. Um, this is Strickland Page 3. One of the hottest feuds we've had in the, in the second half of 2023 to now. Yeah. Um, and ongoing. Huge match. Huge match. Swerve obviously over like Rover. And Hangman Adam Page, I love his new fucking look man of like thick <laughs> like thick mustache but kind of yeah. stubble everywhere else he kind of looks like Still got some kind of yeah, yeah. i was gonna say he kind of looks like rick dalton in uh when he's acting in one of the like the the bounty law in in once upon a time in hollywood you know what i'm once talking about yeah. <laughs> where it's like what yeah, yeah. he has this over-the-top mustache and even like the graphics that hangman has going for him is all just him mean mugging like he's on a fucking wanted poster yeah. Um and the third installment of this of this match, although it was the only one we've seen here on live television, uh, did not disappoint from the very from the very beginning. Yeah, just an awesome match. They're brawling all over the place into the crowd. Uh, big spots. Uh, you know, the Hangman does the moon salt to the floor. Uh, Swerve hits the house call. Hangman kicks out. Uh, yeah. Swerve hits a swerve stomp. Hangman kicks out of that. And then they do the spot. They both stand on the barricade. Page does a DDT on the barricade. On like that four inch wide platform there. And, uh, yeah. Just a awesome match. Uh, swerve or Page hits a buckshot lariat. Swerve gets a foot on the rope. Page hits a dead eye on the apron. And Prince Nana starts dancing around Swerve, trying to like try to like him revive to get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Hangman grabs a chair and hits Nana with it, and the crowd was booing Hangman, who's acting more like a heel. More and more with every moment. With every yeah, like you yeah, every single little thing he plays, everything he yeah. says. Uh, and then Swerve hits another Swerve stomp, but he kind of comes down on his ankle, so he starts selling that. Uh, and yeah, so that's kind of a bit of the story there. And uh, the biggest spot of the match, we get a table on the floor. They go to the apron. Swerve picks up Hangman, steals his move when he hits a dead eye off the apron through the table. Big bump there for the Hangman, just going head first to the floor. And the crowd's on their feet. Holy shit. Uh, back in the ring, Swerve hits another Swerve stomp, or he goes for it. Hangman avoids. Uh, hits a buckshot lariat, but Swerve ducks the lariat, hits the JML driver, makes the cover. Ref counts one, two, but then the bell rings. 
We have reached the I, thirty minute I time love, limit. I love, I love this fucking finish <laughs> every time, dude. I love the time limit draw. It's very convenient. It always happens right after <laughs> a two count. <laughs> but but uh, like, I mean, it's the one finish I always forget is possible. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I never, never have been, never have been, and probably never will be. Uh, and then there was this great moment. <laughs> Swerve uh, grabs a mic and he asks for five more. And the crowd said, the, "It was like the crowd knew it was coming too." He's like, "Swerve," or he said, yeah. "He said, Paige, give me five. And the crowd latched on more minutes. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah. "Yeah," until Paige says, "No," furiously saying, "No." You were yeah. supposed to beat me. You didn't. And he fucking rolled yeah. out. Uh, that is until Shivani does that thing where he's both talking to us at home and to the like, wait a minute, the folks, arena. wait a minute. <laughs> he's doing yeah. both. But uh, he has, he's got two hot mics on him uh, where he lets us know that Tony Khan has said that um, the the match at Revolution will, for the, for the title match at Revolution, will instead be a three-way Samoa Joe, Hangman on Page, and uh, uh, Swerve. Um, hangman yeah. lo looking uh, pissed as all hell. The heel turn is all but it's, complete. Yeah, we're like seventy five percent of the way there. It seems mm -hmm. he's uh, yeah. I mean he, you know, and the, he's he's one of the very few guys. I think what like him and Darby Allen are they like the only guys that have been baby faced the whole time? The whole time that I can think of. Uh, other than other than Sting. Well. Yeah. Other than somebody like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that's gonna be an awesome match. This match was awesome as well. Pretty much every yeah, like you know, like we said, you can't get mad at the draws because they're always great. Danielson versus uh, Hangman. Hangman versus Omega. Hangman's just awesome at having draws. It seems. Yeah, and see, he 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 can play us well, just well enough. Um, Congratulations yeah. to Hangman Adam Page. So. Uh, we did see Tony Storm in action. Tony Storm took on uh, Red Velvet with uh, uh, Deanna Perrazzo on the commentary desk. <clears throat> yeah, just another nice win for Tony. Uh, she won with the uh, an ankle lock submission, which is new for her. Mm -hmm. uh, something new there. And we also got a fun match. The Blackpool Combat Club took on the CMLL guys that Hichisero and a couple others. Just I like this Hichisero man. Two for two now for me and and the, the and the crowd was get, the crowd this this match had a couple holy shit got a couple this is awesome and had the crowd just chanting lucha yeah. lucha lucha yeah we had big we had shooting star presses four fifty splashes all these big crazy moves so a lot of fun. The yeah. Combat Club did get the win after Claudio kicked Hichisero in the balls, but uh, yeah, I'm liking this the CMLL partnership. Yeah, doing. I think things are going very well for um, the team over at. Um, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you what CMLL stands for. No, I'm just guessing. One of the L's is for Lucha, and maybe yeah. the M's for Mexico. I don't know. Okay, se <laughs> cent Central Mexico Lucha La Lucha Libre. Lucha Libre. Hey, we're on to something here. That's my <laughs> uh, but the main event. Uh, well, one other thing, there was uh, Tony Khan had his big announcement. Oh yes, Tony Khan had the big announcement. Um, uh, AEW. It... Yeah, go f go for it. Tell us. AEW returns to Boston for Dynamite on March thirteenth. This is going to be a very important night. It's a special episode called Big Business. 
Um, and in the background, the graphic had Boston spelt with two S's. It's, I saw, I'm glad you saw that. I literally fucking <laughs> took a photo of it and then uh, I was yeah. going to send it to you at this exact moment. <laughs> yeah. So it's. I had uh, it queued up in, in, your, in your Facebook message. You were going to see it. <laughs> it's all but confirmed. This is like CM Punk at the first dance. Uh, the boss, Mercedes Monet, assuredly will debut there in her hometown of Boston. Yeah. I mean, it's big business. It's Boston. She's the boss. It's it's happening, folks. But also, you know, if we're talking big business, I need to think about the Rainmaker. I mean, yeah, it's uh, that's going to happen, too, whether they right? want to do two on the same night. Because I was going to say it's like two ways, right? Because like you said right there, right? It's like punk. And I think if Mercedes Monet wants that, she's say she's telling her suitors, I am huge give me the big fucking give me the big fucking intro and tk is the one to yeah. say like hey we're gonna make an entire show built around you and we're gonna build it with the same hype that we built for punk but it's gonna be you That's instead the way to do it. and uh and you know going, it's at the td garden it's this ain't some five thousand seater arena they're going for the big boy you know so yeah so. even having okada double up on that night is like no he can start another night this will be yeah. the and night okada it's kind of like Okada's already wrestled five matches in AEW, so it's not like we know he's coming. It's not like a big surprise. Yes. Even though this isn't a surprise anymore, but Mercedes is still gonna be. I wonder if we'll see little. Deal. I wonder if we'll see little uh, um, hints dropped by people backstage, like when Kenny Omega would wear shirts that said like the Cookie Monster, um, <laughs> or that he wore like a literal chick and a magnet yeah. shirt one night, or like, a, one of the Jacksons. An M and M shirt. Yeah. M and M's. Mercedes Monet. Isn't it crazy to think uh, that those guys hated you, but they wore the shirts? <laughs> Anyways. I mean, they didn't hate him yet. That yeah, was pre. Hate him, that yeah. was like a year before. Yeah. Went down. Anyway, so like we said, uh, but, like we said, it, it feels all but official, but that will be actually, Mike, the week before we are at Dynamite. Oh, baby, so, that means um, that there's a very means good chance. there's a very good chance. <laughs> you know, like she has, she she's gonna have to do two weeks in a row. Um, Mike yeah. and, and we got some, we got some great seats of the Titan Tron uh, this year's um, for this year's performance. If we're really lucky, maybe we even get her first match. Wow! If they because uh, double nothing's not till May. You think she's gonna fight on TV before then, right? Maybe first week back win a championship. Who knows? <gasps> My, <laughs> but but well, let's let's quickly go over this main event here. Big Bill and Ricky Starks were putting their AW Tag Team Championships on the line, taking on Sting and Darby Allen, the undefeated duo. Um, so the odds are stacked against them. Um, the match was great. Big Bill, I have to say, Mike. Uh, one thing I've noticed in this particular match, you know, Ricky Stark has his kind of like dancing flair that he does. Big Bill's <laughs> also trying to do his own equivalent. He does a lot of like the uh, kind of chest shake kind of thing he does like a little bit of like uh 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 yeah like uh you know he's trying to dance alongside i think the two of them are they look great beside each other that's for sure both of the all I mean, four big, of these dudes looked great yeah big bill i think looked the best he ever has in his career both in terms of appearance and wrestling ability yeah, yeah dudes uh, yoked as fuck normal. and just do putting in work yeah uh, and this also was a tornado tag match, so no tags uh, necessary. Anything goes. So they're brawling all over the arena into the crowd. 
Of course, Sting, he does his big dive off the balcony. He's got to do at least one of those. He's uh, the man 62. <laughs> oh, it should it should be yeah. noted it should be noted also uh, we found out early on both of his uh, Sting's sons are in the building and I just want to say it. I said <laughs> it last time. These men are beautiful men uh with thick yeah. muscles They've strong got... hairlines why are they not in on my tv every week mike i will never know well we'll see i uh... pray to the wrestling gods that <laughs> sting juniors that the little, little stingers show up little stingers <laughs> uh one of the best spots of the match Darby goes for a suicide dive, but Bill catches him midair, swings him around for the big boss man slam on the floor. Just perfectly timed. Awesome spot there. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I felt, yeah, I was almost saying it was like a Baron Corbin style. Uh, deep six? Deep six. It was like a super deep six. It was a similar. Uh, yeah. Yeah, different landing, but yeah. The, the but spinning, dude, and, and like you said, thing. like you said, Big Bill never looking better. The strength to catch him. And yeah. continue to rotate. Absolutely <laughs> fucking insane. Perfect timing. Yeah, Bill looked like a million bucks here. He picked Darby up by the throat and was just like flipping him around, throwing him around. Uh, Ricky steals Sting's move, does a scorpion death drop. Uh, Sting goes for the stinger splash in the corner, but Ricky moves and he rips off the turnbuckle pad at the same time. So Sting slams into the exposed steel. Ricky follows up with a spear, but Sting kicks out. So Ricky goes for another spear, but Sting is able to counter. Hits him with the scorpion death drop. And we get the one, two, three. New tag team champions, Sting, Darby Allen. Wow, Sting winning his, like, 1,000th championship ever, right? <laughs> I think they said his 25th title in his career. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. Is what they said on commentary. Yeah, but, between uh, all of his uh, professional... Yeah. Yeah. Great moment, though. Everyone cheers. Sting's two sons. They hop the barricade. They're celebrating with Dad. Uh, confetti rains down. But then the young bucks appear uh, in these beautiful white track suits. They got white baseball bats. They start beating down Sting and Darby, and even Sting's sons here. So you I may know. get your wish. They were they were taking bumps. <laughs> I know they were bad, which led me to believe they've never done this before. But the I mean, men yeah. are but they, gorgeous. They were in the, ring. the men are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Darby does a quick blade job, and he's bleeding all over these all young over the bucks, white, white suits. suits. You want to you want to talk? Yeah. Uh, no one knowing you're blading. Yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect look. Apparently, uh, the Bucks had a match on Rampage, and they came out wearing the bloody white suit. Still, it hope looked, they wear it, those for a couple weeks leading yeah, up to this match. It looked cool. Yeah, wait, keep wearing them. Why the fuck not? Yeah. So the cool. Bucks, they beat them up. Uh, Ran or Matt does the Randy Orton running punt to Sting's head, and then they hit. Uh, they it's no longer the BTE trigger; it's the EVP trigger. So I like that. Yeah, EVP trigger. <laughs> so big heat for the Bucks. Mm -hmm. They stand tall to end the show. Yeah. Uh, and, so yeah, and so they'll be, they'll be they'll be taking them on uh, for they'll be taking wow the Bucks for the on. titles. Yeah. And that's the big question: Do uh, does Sting go his whole career in AEW without losing, or is this going to be a short tag title reign? I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess either way, it'd be a month, probably, right? 
like a 30 day uh, March. Yeah. Just about a month. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But, I think uh, well, and well, I think one thing, one one saving grace, I think about the the whole sting situation is that I feel like no matter what has happened, is happening, and will eventually happen, he has okayed it. Like he is like, yes, yeah, this think, is what we do. <laughs> um, I think it's basically Tony Khan says, "What do you want to do, Sting?" and it's up to him. Whatever, and uh, yeah, whatever maybe they, they presented a few options, and one of those being, "What if you win and then lose to the Bucks, and then you know, Sting yeah. Sting could have Sting could have literally chosen any wrestler on the planet, or like he literally probably could have, outside of somebody who is with a WWE actively, Sting could have chosen <laughs> any wrestler on the in the, on the planet yeah. to wrestle at Revolution." Um, he could have, right? Yeah. In theory, I, th- no, I think so. I think so. If he wanted Bill Goldberg, Tony Khan would call Bill Goldberg and get <laughs> Why him. Why would he want Goldberg? <laughs> I'm not saying he would, but just to go with what you said. If he saying. wanted a triple threat with Goldberg and Hogan, <laughs> yeah, neither of them are contracted to uh, Ric Flair. So, I mean, Ric Flair thankfully wasn't even out there tonight. He's uh, <laughs> he's been at the. Isn't it crazy? I mean, Woo Energy was still all over the show. Yeah, I saw that. Isn't it crazy that Ric Flair and Stinger are probably like the same age? (laughs) (laughs) I I bet they're suspiciously close in age. Yeah. It's just funny. Anyways, uh, congratulations to Darby and Sting, your new AW Tag Team Champions, and that's all the in-ring wrestling action we have. I think we have time for one more thing, and that is, of course, a Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Drama. The drama was on Trick Williams, I think, this week. Uh, in terms of in-ring action, out-of-ring drama, obviously, we were all rock, Cody, Roman. Uh, but yeah. Il- Ilya Dragunov got the win, and uh, the man knows how to bleed. Ilya Dragunov, you are my wrestler of the week. <laughs> yeah, another great match under his belt. Uh, well, I'll give it to Swerve. That 30-minute draw, great match. Swerve as over as anyone right now in AEW. Mm-hmm. And very well could be your next world champion coming up soon. Well, so, t- talking about short title reigns, that would also give um, Samoa Joe the shortest title reign in AEW world championship history. Uh, except for Moxley with that CM Punk back and forth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I guess. If, if sorry. I guess I I forgot about the I forgot about CM Punk fucking it all up for everybody. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the one thing we did. That's one thing we also didn't talk about. Where if CM Punk didn't get injured, how would they this Cody Rock Roman thing have differed? Because. I don't know. The whole oh yeah, yeah. Cody versus Seth. Cody versus Seth felt like felt like the obvious thing, and then of course the injury happened already. Yeah. But um, but yeah, Punk doesn't get yeah. hurt. Maybe they do it anyway. Who knows? <sighs> yeah, 
I think The Rock comes in either way, but they might have done it differently. Who knows? If Roman didn't, those day if one Roman effects. didn't get COVID, yeah, who knows what would have happened? <laughs> Fucking Roman Reigns. He had to go off. Yeah. He had to go to the Margaritaville in Miami. He had to get. <laughs> he had to get half price mai tais on a Wednesday night, and he had to yeah. get sick, motherfucker. <laughs> That's well, a, congratulations to Birth Swerve Strickland and to Ilya Dragunov, wrestler of the week. That is all the time we have for the show this week, folks. Thank you for listening. Of course, you can rate, review, like, subscribe. Shows everywhere. We'll be back next week. Oh, not next week. We're back. Uh, we're taking a week off. We'll be back uh, the following week. Um, with yeah, all we'll of skip. the That's with a good to... with all the action. But I feel like we're in a a good spot right here. Yeah, because well, the following week will be the chamber, so we'll be back in time for that. And we caught you up with a bit of the press conference deal tonight, so you won't miss that. Anyway, yeah, we, so. we're kind of in this little we'll limbo. Fine. We're not going to Saudi. We don't have other <laughs> shit to do. AEW isn't doing anything. Uh, so we're really, really, really just truly on the road to WrestleMania. We could not be excited, more excited. Uh, and thank you uh, for listening all. And Mike, take care of yourself. All right. Excuse me. We'll see you in two weeks. Two.